I see the divine in you, you see the divine in me. We all see the divine in each other. Namaste. Namaste. And together we work for the highest good of mankind. Together we can do much for our world. Together many things can be accomplished. But they can only be accomplished when together we are jointly in peace. So our first job in life is finding this peace. But it is difficult in times of trouble. When you find yourself in times of trouble, it is difficult to find this peace. And Mother Mary comes to me. Mother Mary can be symbolic. Who is Mother Mary? What is Mother Mary? Mother Mary is that voice inside of me, that, that, that voice that says everything is going to be okay. When you say let it be, it's not coming from a place of resignation or from a place of feeling I have to give up, I can't deal with this anymore, it's too much, I'm just gonna let it be. No, when you say let it be, it stems from a place of deep strength. You've tried your best. You've done everything you could. And there is nothing else you can do about the situation. Then when you say, let it be, it comes from a place of surrender and acceptance. In that surrender and acceptance, there is no anger. There is no bitterness. So I find a lot of people will tell me, many yogis will say, oh, I just let it be, I just let it be. And then they go home and they don't let it be. They don't seem to want to let it be. And what is the reason for this? It's because we have been educated so much and brainwashed <laughs> so much to always be in control, that we need to be in control of everything. So the words that we say, let it be, sound gracious, they sound right, but they're not really truthful. So how can we really be truthful to ourselves in order to let things really be? And again, it comes back to the deepest truth that really everything in this world is temporary, really it is. And change is definite. Change is definite. But when you have faith in that change, and if you have knowledge, throughout history we have seen, change always creates a new world order, a new destination, not only for the world, but for ourselves. And when we see this new destination with hope, and not fear, with joy, and uh, like Turtu said today, with joy, uh, you know, to have the time to be with oneself rather than fear being with oneself. And why would you fear being with yourself? You would only fear being with your thoughts and your mind because you don't understand that you are not your thoughts. You're still too involved in the story of your mind. 
And the mind are just thoughts. They're just stories that we make up all the time. And when we are involved in those stories, then we can't let, the, let, let it be. As the Bhagavad Gita says, when the mind is, to, is tossed about like a ship in the gale, there is no peace for such a person. So the only time when you really can allow things to, to be is when you first establish who you are, what is upsetting you, and what is stopping you from going to this position of relaxation. And ah, oh, let it be. That's when you realize that you are not in control. None of us are. The only thing we are in control of is how we face the situation. Destiny has brought us here. Life has brought us here. The only way you can really let go and let it be is to embrace where you are. Just embrace it. And with it, embrace the fear, embrace your thoughts, embrace it all and say, okay, it is as it is. This is the situation. I know this is it. I cannot control it. But the mind gets agitated. But if I need to do this for tomorrow, and what if we can't last tomorrow? And what if this? And what if? And what if? And what if? And what if? And when you hear the chatter of the mind going, what if? And tomorrow, what will it to bring tomorrow? When you hear that chatter, immediately, immediately stop and say the words. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, right? And stop. And literally stop. And you don't have to stop for long. You just need to stop. And you just need to take a deep breath. And get grounded again. And get grounded again. Now, what causes us not to let things go or to let things be? It's our desires. When you unfold the personal desires, personal desires, meaning if I have this, I'll be happy. If I achieve this, I'll be happy. Personal desires, if I'm famous, then this will happen. If I have so much money, then I'll be happy. If I have a big house, those are the desires. You know, if only I could achieve, if only my business could do better, if only this, if only that. And this stops us from letting things be. It's that constant chatter, if, if, if. And when you hear that chatter in your mouth, your mind, you have the ability with years of practice with meditation. And if you don't have the ability, then look at your own practice. Be honest with yourself. Why am I not able to do it? Be really truthful to yourself. Have I dedicated time enough to myself to grow spiritually? Have I dedicated enough time to feel this connection with the divine? Have, you know, I talk about truth, knowledge, bliss. Have I really given myself that precious time to be in the most important and most precious place that we can be in the human body while we're in alive? Or have I sold myself for a few pennies more, or for some fame, or for some gain. Have I sold my spirit for that? If you are truthful to yourself, you will know immediately 
that the cause of your pain, the cause of your fear is all these personal desires. You will know immediately that you can't let it be because you are fearful. You will know immediately that the world is not doing this to you. It is destiny. And right now, all of us, so you can't say, oh, this is only happening to me anymore. <laughs> this is the good thing about the lockdown. It's happening to everyone. It's all of us worldwide. This is a group destiny. It's really interesting. And in this destiny, we are all connected. We are all connected. We cannot connect physically, but now we are coming to a deeper level of connection, telepathically, psychically, energetically. And how do we connect energetically is when we stay on the same vibrational field of letting things go, making the most of your moments, accepting when you can't, accept yourself when you go wrong, forgive yourself, don't torture yourself, I can't do it, I can't do it, you can't, you can't, let that be also, and pray, and this is where prayer, what is prayer, but strong, powerful thoughts, when somebody is ill, we say prayers for them, right, we send them energy, that's healing, healing, because, right, the vibrations are, you know, Heal, heal. So pray for yourself sometimes. <laughs> pray, pray that I can get through this, that I stop this chatter, that I learn to understand the truth. Pray that I have the wisdom to meditate daily. Pray. You know, today I got a couple of phone calls. It's really lovely. Um, actually, there weren't phone calls, there were messages. Uh, a couple of people wrote me, you know, I have not been true to my practice. And I'm um, telling you, Melanie, that I'm going to promise you that I'm going to be true to my practice. I'm going to practice every day for six months. And the reason why I'm telling you and promising you, because I don't dare break my promise to you. <laughs> so I had to love, great, I accept your promise. Now you have to keep it. <laughs> because if I make a promise, I keep it, and they know that. So, so that's what you have to do with yourself. Do it with yourself, and you know, write, write lists on your walls, in the sense that, you know, so you remember, when I get up in the morning tomorrow, I'm gonna make sure I make at least 15 minutes just to be, just to be, just to let it be, and allow all the problems that I feel I have, or the frustrations, could be just frustrations, irritations that I have, absorb into my system and let me watch them and let me watch how they make me feel they make me feel horrible and when you feel that it is you that is allowing it then you know it is you that can let it go and it is with the practice that you can let it go Sri Patanjali gives us a world of things to practice so many things he gives us you know, repeat the mantra, you know, uh, meditate, exercise, uh, feel love from your heart, practice bhakti yoga, um, jnana yoga, study of spiritual books. There's so many ways. Be in good company. You know, Shankacharya tells us, you know, satsangatve nisangatvam nisangatnet nirmatatvam nirmatatvam Nishla Tatvam, Nishla Tatve Jivan Mukti. What does that mean? 
When you are in good company, then your mind will be lifted in higher energy and you will be detached from the other thoughts. And when you are in that field of energy, then you become a jivana mukti. What is that? A person who is free from, free from all these desires while living. And this is, the, this is the idea of the yoga teaching. It, it, it's too late when we die. We should be living like Jivan Moktis. We should be living in the state of relaxation and in the state of, you know, it is the way it is, let it be. By letting it be, it doesn't mean that you don't experience some kind of suffering or sadness. It just means you totally accept that suffering or sadness. I learned this great lesson, this very great lesson, when my husband passed away. I really did not expect to feel the great pain I did. I really did not expect it. You know, I'd lost my dad, lost my, um, my guru, and totally understood. And I realized, of course, when you live with somebody for 34 years, whether you like it or not, there is that human connection. But throughout the bereavement, what kept me going was one, knowing that he would be fine in the light, knowing that his journey would, is, I wasn't going to, I didn't want to stop his journey. I couldn't stop his journey. That would be so selfish. That would be so selfish. What also kept me going in the pain is, is just a total acceptance of life's process that we all have to go through. Just accept it. But the amazing lesson I learned through all of that was, yes, there was suffering, but the suffering did not drown me because I could just let the suffering happen and not pretend, not pretend that it wasn't happening, but to accept it and talk about it and at the same time be able to talk about it and feel free in it. It's, it's, a, it's such a paradox, but it can happen at the same time. And the, great, and the great gift that was given to me was this great realization. I realized my husband gave me this great gift by leaving earlier to understand, you know, because we think when we study yoga sometimes, free from suffering means suffering doesn't happen. Free from suffering just means you don't take the suffering personally. You don't think there's anybody punishing you. It's not personal. It's life, and that gives the freedom in the pain, and that horrendous pain, and you, you think it is not possible for a human being to do that, but it is very possible with this teaching, and that's when you know how valuable this teaching is, how incredibly valuable, valuable it is when you touch the divine, when you touch God in your heart because it's just letting us be and our destiny like I said takes us to a certain place how we behave in that destiny is what makes real people out of us what makes us spiritual
that acceptance, that knowledge, this, that knowledge that life is a play. It is a play. And in this play, we can decide, we can decide how we want to play our role at a certain time. And if we choose to be bitter and angry, that's also okay. The only problem with that is if you choose to be bitter and angry, you end up miserable. And everybody else around you. And if you choose to just accept and, and continue to love, because the world not only consists of those that are near you that you love, but our entire world family. And just because we lost one person, it doesn't mean we've lost the world. In fact, we must engage and give hope to others that nothing really is ever lost. Nothing, nothing is ever lost. Energy does not die. So nobody dies. Just who we are in the physical body, that physical body will be left behind. But there is no death. There is just a new beginning. So that's great lesson came out of pain. And pain really was my initiation into, into a deeper practice a practice connected with the rest of the world, a practice of truly seeing the one in all of us. That practice, and, and that just grows more and more and more and more. The more you love, the more you have to love. The more you give, the more you have to give. And the more you give, it seems like you just receive. <laughs> 